6.30 Chad Afternoons with Jalen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad. Well, it is the first of its kind in the country. The Edmonton Police Service has formed Canada's first investigation unit dedicated to abusive behavior towards pets and domestic animals. Now, last year, EPS handled around 400 animal cruelty investigations. There are two officers who will be heading up the unit. One of them is Constable Ted Dick. Constable Dick joins me this afternoon. Welcome to the show. Hi, Jalen. Thanks for having me. Nice to, nice to talk to you. I wish we weren't talking about this because I wish we didn't need for a unit like this, but unfortunately we do. So, I, 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 I couldn't agree more. Uh, so tell me, how did uh, you, and I think it's Constable Cunningham, Cunningham, end up leading this? How did it all come together? It would, it would have been about four years ago we picked up our first animal file uh, as patrol partners. Um, we kind of muddled through that file uh didn't get the outcome we wanted in court and realized that we did a few things wrong a couple things right but there had to be a better way of doing it so from that file forward uh we started educating ourselves uh finding out as much as you could and the problem with that was there was no place to turn for education Mm -hmm. so because you say a lot of services and and whatnot uh how do i say don't investigate animal files the way they should be investigated Mm. So how many, like how bad, how bad is the, is the issue in Edmonton? Oh, I'll tell you about, uh, Constable Cunningham and myself see some very sinister, heinous things happen to animals. Um, I think Edmontonians would be shocked at some of the files that, that we're dealing with. Um, it's never just about the guy that might do something to his dog, let's say in a parking lot or a park. These files always spill over into more uh, domestic violence elder abuse, um, child abuse, uh, that sort of thing. Is animal abuse, is that a, almost an indicator that something worse is happening in private? No, that's, that's a good question. And, and, and there's a, a link. It's called the violence link. Uh, it's been well-established in Europe, Australia, the U.S. Uh, Canada is a little bit behind in this. Um, and just to really simplify the link for you, if people do bad things to animals, they tend to do bad things to people. And the FBI studies in the States have showed uh, this mass shootings in schools, uh, serial killers, they all at some point in their younger lives had abused animals. What are, what are the challenges investigating animal abuse, Constable Dick? I think one of the biggest hurdles uh, is getting people just to call in and let us know what's going on. Obviously, we're dealing with, uh, I'll always kind of default to dogs, but let's say we're dealing with a dog. Uh-huh. A dog can't pick up the phone and tell us uh-huh. what's wrong. Um, it, it, we need the eyes and ears out there so people can call this stuff in and know now that we are going to investigate this. Either us or Animal Care and Control will go out, but we work hand-in-hand hand with them, so these matters will be looked into. Yeah, I was wondering how that is going to work, how you're going to work with the other organizations that, that do handle some cases like this. Then we work daily with Animal Care and Control. Um, here again for officer safety reasons as well as uh, investigating these files we work with the alberta veterinary association and alberta vets um and without them uh, it would be very difficult uh, as of 2019 the alberta vets were mandated to report any suspected animal abuse and we get a lot of calls from them you know <laughs> I wonder, I think there's a special place in hell for people who um, hurt animals, babies, and seniors, right? Like, I just, I, it just, it, it, 
The language that I want to use right now, I can't use, or else I wouldn't be talking to you on the radio again. But it is, it is horrific to me to even think about this. And I sure, I'm sure, Constable Dick, that you're an animal lover as well. How do, how do you handle these cases? How, like personally, how, how do you get through that? So uh, the way Constable Cunningham and I work at, uh, we've been partners since about 2017 that if she catches a really sinister heinous file i'll assist an investigator but if i don't have to look at the photos uh or get really involved in exactly what happened then i don't have to and it's the same if i catch a really bad one uh she doesn't have to look at the photos or video from that i mean it, it doesn't seem like much but you are right these files do they can wear on you and i'm thinking like if you had what last year like 400 animal cruelty investigations so if you have 400 coming up this year that's 200 each. That's a lot. That is a well, lot. <laughs> we are lucky enough that uh, EPS has allowed us to train uh, what we call 15 animal liaisons. Nice. Um, they're, they're specially trained constables um, that what we'll do is we'll triage the files that come in. The lower level files we'll, we'll send out to them that they can manage and patrol. Any of the more complex files that have a lot of moving parts or need a lot of resources, then uh, Constable Cunningham will keep those with us. How how successful has have have lawyers been in prosecuting cases like this and, and putting these people who hurt animals behind bars? From our perspective, the files have been going extremely well when they progress in court. We've had fines as high as fifteen dollars. We've had 15 days in jail, uh, six months in jail. And more importantly, um, on any arrest be under the criminal code or if we charge somebody under the Animal Protection Act, we can impose conditions on them. Mm -hmm. So a person may get a 5, 10, 15-year, 20-year pet prohibition. Let's hope so. Let's hope yeah. so. Now, we mentioned that this is the first of its kind in um, in Canada. And, you know, you're, you're putting it together. You're working. But is there other organizations around the world or other units around the world that you can say, oh, kind of, yeah, how are you guys doing this that you can kind of model off of? Right. When we very first started doing this and getting into this and trying to educate ourselves, we reached out to some of the bigger departments in the U.S. Uh, they're considerably more ahead of us. Um, and, and we stole a lot of ideals from them. Um, of course, some of their laws and whatnot don't fit ours. But that was one of the first steps we took to kind of really get a feel for what we're doing here. Constable Dick, you talk about, you know, one of the biggest challenges is, is getting people to call in when they might suspect something. Why, why do you think that is a challenge? And, and what would you suggest to people if they're thinking, eh, something hinky's going on here? I, I think that the biggest challenge was that, uh, people just wouldn't call it in because they didn't think anyone would do anything about it. Mm. Um, we've been to lots of calls where uh, someone had called something in and uh, Constable Cunningham and I will show up on their doorstep and they're floored that the police are at their house. And then we might call them six months later and say, yeah, we got a conviction on this. The mm. guy's got a pet prohib and he got a $5,000 fine. And we've had witnesses, uh, complaints just start crying on the phone that people have the police are actually doing something about mm. this so if we see something if we something doesn't is not sitting right just call it in yeah and I, my suggestion is the, on the EPS website there's a breakdown of uh, kind of what goes to animal care and control and what would come to us now if it's a gray area let's say a call does go to animal care and control we're on the phone with them daily and they mean like it, it, it might fall more into our wheelhouse so we'll take it or if it does go to police and it's like no this is more going to be more of a, a bylaw matter then it would be deferred to them but as long as they're calling it in either the 311 or us
Before I let you go, last year, that number that EPS handled around 400 animal cruelty investigations, those numbers have been going up over the past number of years. Why, why do you think that is? When we first started doing this, we realized that a lot of calls were just going to animal care and control, even though they might be criminal in nature, and they were kind of uh, dealing with them. Um, what else we found was a lot of calls would come in, but they're hidden under the call. So let's say a domestic abuse file mm -hmm. comes in, but somewhere in there the female mentioned that the, the husband kicked the dog. Well, that's being investigated now, and all that information is mm -hmm. being captured. So the calls are out there. It was just a matter of getting them so we could find them. Mm. Constable Dick, um, you know what? Uh, I, uh, you know, I, I, the, the work that, that you and your partner are doing on this uh, is, is really, really important. As I said off the top, I, I wish we didn't have to have a unit like like yours, but I'm, I'm sure glad that that we do to take care of this and and to try to uh, to limit, and make sure that those who are abusing animals in this community, um, you know, are are, are stopped. Um, but take good care of yourself, okay? Through all of this. <laughs> I know okay, I, sound, I sound like a mama bear, but I'm like, just, I, I worry, you know, I, I can't imagine what it's like. No, I appreciate insight to this, and uh, thanks for having me on, and thanks for taking an interest in this. Yeah, take care. That's Constable Ted Dick joining us this afternoon. He is one of the new animal cruelty investigators with the Edmonton Police Service. Um, Constable Dick and his partner have been working together for a number of years, and they ended up kind of having these files show up on their desk, and they took it on themselves and more and more and more. And and you heard that both constables, um, you know, committed to animal uh, cruelty training. They're training other EPS members uh, as well through different uh, workshops. This is all good news, but boy, oh boy, when you see those numbers continuing to go up, uh, really disappointing and disheartening and you know someone texted in and said you know what Jay you know we're just talking about the fact that you know we're having cases against you know some of these other cases that we talked about off the top of the show being dropped so how's this going to work well that's part of it all right is making sure that we have the right people in the right place all the way around to make sure that we can investigate it and then it can be prosecuted uh, all the way around that would be a healthy system wouldn't it